Hi, you're listening to Kent Bresser, Clarity Coach, helping people figure out who they are, where they're going, and how to get there. And this is my podcast talking about my evolution. And today, (laughs) I want to talk about my phone. I have a phone. I should more accurately say I have a computer in my pocket. Mostly it's a camera. I would like to upgrade my phone to get a better camera. As far as it being a phone, it's not. Because no one, okay, I'm doing a big paintbrush and I don't like to do that, but I will tell you, my phone hardly ever rings. In fact, the person who calls me the most right now is my son's best friend. And mostly he calls me to find out where Henry is and when he's coming back. So yeah. Uh, it's taught me to get better at reaching out when I want to see people, but I, I think this is all part of the whole, like, dimming my light, waiting for the divorce, I don't know. I've kept myself pretty invisible, and sometimes it really hurts. It's Saturday night, and... I'm going for a walk. This is my big excitement tonight. It's um, 8 or 8.30 at night. Hold on, I'm going by a restaurant filled with people outside. Okay, yeah. Well, it's good to see the little restaurant in my area, having people there. Um, (laughs) It's just funny. I mean, I keep thinking like, Why doesn't anyone call me? I mean, my cousin Carrie still calls me every so often. We used to talk every week. She's busy. Um, I've gotten better at calling her. Um, Michael stopped calling me, my stepdad, uh, around Christmas because I hurt his feelings. And frankly, I mean, I love him dearly, but he doesn't have anything positive to say anymore. So it's probably better that... um, I'm not talking to him regularly. I did call my mom and leave a message the other day to tell her about the divorce, well, the mediation, but she hasn't listened to her messages, so I haven't heard back from her. I don't know. I mean, Henry called me yesterday, but he forgot why he was calling. (laughs) That was kind of cute. It's just, I don't know. Like, I've talked before about how I have no friends in this town. I've lived here 18 years, almost 19. I have, like, no friends. I don't get it. God, sometimes I just hate this place. My kids have been here their whole lives, and they barely have any friends. Again, no community schools, like, no neighborhood schools. It's all fucking busing and charters and kids are in and out like there's just no bonds formed that's not healthy I don't know who my friends are friends with it's I mean I guess everybody in this town just sticks to their little tiny nuclear families but I'm not from here And if you're not from here and your parents aren't from here, I mean, you're kind of fucked. And I've complained about it before. And 
I know by complaining about it, I'm making it even more real. But God, I'm just so tired of it. And yet, I mean, last week, I called Megan to see what they were doing. And um, they said, yeah, please come over. And there was this other gal over there, and she was acting really weird and kept interrupting. And finally she left, and Tyra was just kind of pissed because whatever. I mean, rightfully so. The other gal was rude. And uh, I said something like um, dismissing like my presence there. And Tyra was like, no, you're one of our really good friends. Like, we want you to be here because they were telling us a story of getting married, which was actually a very exciting story. Um, and it was a really small wedding. Not even their kids went. So it wasn't about like being top tier friend or whatever. But I mean, I, I just automatically assume I'm lower tier in this place because no one calls me. And that leads me to talk about last night, I reached out to my oldest friend here and um, I haven't heard from her in forever. So she's like, oh my God, yes, please, please, please come over. So I went over and like her husband, who's um, Bill's best friend, he called me Catherine Boyer. He called me by my maiden name. And I was like, he's like, hey, Catherine Boyer. And I'm like, uh, first of all, I'm not divorced yet. Second of all, I'm not taking my maiden name. Like, I checked with the kids and um, they were kind of hurt by that. And so um, Dave was like, Dave's like, no, that just seemed like a fun thing to say. I'm <laughs> thinking, you haven't called me Catherine Boyer since... 2001 whatever and then um, I don't know it was it was fun it was good until close to the end and then I was asking Amy what she was doing um, I think next weekend or something and she's like well that's Labor Day weekend which of course duh it's so hard to keep track of all these things but that's her huge block party two-day event so then she started talking about some of the politics of it <coughs> in depth excuse me while I choke on a bug hello and um and then she, I mean she tells me they're doing the thing and so I asked like well you know should I plan on coming is Bill coming is he coming for the frisbee or whatever and she she got very uncomfortable and did that thing and finally she's like well you know because of the pandemic like there's no communal food and um, she's like our block is a bubble like we're a bubble and you're not in the bubble and uh, I thought I was thinking about that today I'm like yep that pretty much sums it all up I'm in no one's bubble, <laughs> um, which is lonely. But I was thinking, like, I know for a fact, like, this 
party pulls in like all the kids and the grandkids like because they're all part of each other's bubble and I'm no longer family. I mean, I, I don't know if Bill's gonna go or not. I'm guessing he will, especially for the Frisbee. But I mean, I've been excluded from other family things of theirs that I used to be a part of. And I, I've seen it coming for a long time, but it's, um, it's here. Uh, so, yep. I'm not part of the bubble, and uh, I, I don't know. I know that there's, I mean, I was just talking about this like electric, amazing, beautiful meditation, and I, I know I have this big like celestial support team, but there's no one with boots on the ground. It just sucks. Bill's family is totally like shut all the doors and pulled up the ladders and turned off the lights. And I mean, my mom said that's how it would be. I'm not surprised, but they've kind of done it to the kids. At least Henry feels that way. Franny doesn't, but. And then they'll tell me, oh, they asked about you. You know, they miss you. <laughs> like, no, they don't. <laughs> if they miss me, they call me, you know, <laughs> or text me or whatever. Like, even when I was married, <laughs> like, almost no one reached out. And I know I can be aloof. And uh, I don't know, I'm not terribly inviting. I don't like talking on the phone. I've sent that message out loud and clear. Um, I don't know what it is about it. I prefer face-to-face -face communication. Um, but, Jesus, I'm lonely. I've been lonely. COVID made it more lonely. Loneliness is a huge stressor. It's a stressor under normal times. Like, that's such a big reason that we do need to open back up. I mean, I want to keep people safe. Oh my God, I don't want people dying because I want to go have dinner or whatever. But the not breathing under the masks and the social isolation is as crippling as the disease. Maybe more so. The, I mean, I can't imagine like the rate of medicinal prescriptions that must be going on right now. I'm just grateful for my energy work and, you know, all the research I do about how to take care of yourself and, and what really works. Um, I, I just, I wish someone would call me and invite me to do something. When I was in Michigan, it felt really good. Like when people found out I was there, oh my God, my phone was blowing up. I mean, not so I couldn't handle it. I don't want to be out of c control. I just, I like fe feeling welcome. I like feeling wanted. I like feeling like the people are happy to see me. 
I mean, even though I bitched and complained about all the Trump talk, I was still invited to like a dinner and they set up a couple extra game nights for me. And I mean, my family really bothered me with all the politics, but they still love me. And even though I was angry and I'm worried about them and how much they fear and hate, I guess, with all the Trump stuff, I still love them and I'm grateful that they care about me and I care about them. It was just so nice to be around people who wanted to be around me. And so many people are surprised, like, I still want to move back there. Uh, because, because they're like, well, all that Trump stuff. Like, why would you want to move back into that? And I'm like, that's just my family. I still have friends there. Like, I still have people who do interesting things and think think more like me or, or like to discuss things or learn or grow or, or go to movies or go to the symphony. I miss the culture and I don't know. I just want to be around people who are a little more like me. I mean, I'd say I want to be around people in general. I don't. I'd rather stay home than be around people who are exhausting. I mean, that was a huge reason for, for coming home. I mean, my aunt, Claudia, was like, why don't you just move back here? I mean, school's online anyway. And I mean, in a way, it's like, yeah, at least I could see my friends then. But that's not the right answer for the kids. I'm here for the kids. I know it. A couple more years. Although, when I really think about it, it's like, well, if Henry does the fifth year, that's three more years. And then Franny may need help going to school at UWM if he chooses to do that. And, I don't know. I'm not, I mean, the kids know I, it's a two-year thing. I just, I, I really need to stay focused on the present. I'm just, I just, I'm glad, I'm glad I like being with myself so much. I just wish some other people would call once in a while, invite me to do something. So, okay, well, having a little pity party. Uh, thanks for listening. Give me a call. <laughs> All right. Take care. Have a good day.